No matter where you go, there you are. No matter where you go on this planet, there you are. Hello, hello. So, welcome to podcast number one. (laughs) If you're listening to this, then it's podcast number one. Um, Apologies in advance. The audio, I've never done this before. I don't have a mic. I'm recording on AirPods and on my iPhone. So, hopefully the audio will eventually improve if I continue this. However, for now, um, it may just sound like we're chatting on the phone, which I guess works. So, for podcast numero uno, I wanted to kind of do a story time that I think that a lot of people will still be able to resonate with. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, if you're here from Instagram, you probably know that I went to Hawaii in the past month. I went in early January, and it completely changed my life, and I just kind of wanted to share about why I went, why I went there my experience there and kind of what I gained from it. So let's take it back to my life pre-Hawaii. Um, back in de- early December, I was working at my job at the gym. I'm a front desk representative at a gym in my town and I live five minutes away from said job and then I also work out at the gym and I'm not in school anymore. I graduated in 2021, May of 2021. So Right now, my life is work and working out, and I don't really do much else. At the time, I was one of two employees. It's not a very big gym. There's not a whole lot of responsibility there. However, in November, my boss went on maternity leave, so I had to take on a little bit more responsibility. Because there were only two employees there, we had to pick up a lot more hours I was working at 5 a.m., some nights until 8 p.m. Obviously, I had a little break in there, but for the most part, my whole life was at the gym, going back and forth five minutes away. I never really saw or saw anyone else or did anything else. At the time, I was also living a life that was very much not aligned with, I guess you could say, my higher self. I was definitely enjoying in the material, enjoying the human experience in the material world, um, which I needed for some time. Over the summer, I spent a lot of time going out with friends and just partying and going out to clubs and talking to people and meeting new people. And I had a blast and I made some really amazing friendships. And But by the time November came around, I was at the point where that was all taking a huge toll on my body and my mental health. I'd gained a lot of weight. Mentally, I was not doing well, and then I also was not moving forward in any way in my life. I had enjoyed the summer. I was just enjoying my life presently, but I didn't really have a direction for where I wanted to go next. I was was just living day by day, and then on top of that, I was literally just working because I had to. I It wasn't even for the money at that point. It was just because I felt such a responsibility that if I was not working the gym would be closed. (laughs) So I worked and I worked and I worked. And then when I wasn't working, I was working out to combat the the weight I had gained 
over the summer. Skin was breaking out. I was bloated. I constantly felt utterly exhausted. I started drinking caffeine, which if you know me personally, I do not drink caffeine. My body is incredibly sensitive and a couple sips of caffeine will throw me into an anxiety attack, which I know sounds like an exaggeration, but it's really not. So I was drinking caffeine. I, my face was a mess. My body was a mess. I felt like shit, honestly. I was not learning. I was not growing. I was not moving forward in any way whatsoever. So I felt incredibly stuck. I had this whole life that I had been dreaming of that I wanted for myself that I was constantly seeing on TikTok and Pinterest and trying to like create it through my social media feeds but I wasn't actively doing anything in my life to get there I was just wishing for it and dreaming about it and I was repeatedly getting signs I guess you could say from the universe (laughs) that I was misaligned I mean honestly nothing felt good in my life and there was a point early December where I was talking to this one guy and we got in this argument that was so I couldn't even believe that I was having this argument and I didn't even know why I was like, I'm not one to argue. And I was so fed up with being misunderstood and misperceived and living this life that did not resonate with me at all, did not feel aligned with my path and my higher self, I guess, at all, that I had a full-blown panic attack. And a couple weeks prior to that, I was scrolling on TikTok And again, if you know me, my dream has always been to go to Hawaii. Always. I don't know what it is about Hawaii. Well, I know now, but (laughs) at the time, I didn't know what it was about Hawaii, but my soul felt so called to go there. Like, it, it literally, my heart ached to go there, which I know sounds weird, but it was true. Um, I don't, it just, the lifestyle there is something that I felt like I would really enjoy and fit in well. So naturally, my TikTok page, you know, knows that. (laughs) And I got a, I came across this thing that, this one TikTok that was just like, do you want to volunteer, travel responsibly in Hawaii and whatever. It was an advertisement. Um, So I kind of skipped past it. I scrolled down a couple TikToks and I was still just mindlessly scrolling. And then I, my subconscious kind of caught up to me and I was like, wait a second you are so unbelievably stuck right now. You want to go to Hawaii so bad. You need an out of your life. You you need to move forward in some way. You need to push yourself so out of your comfort zone. Go scroll up. Just see. Just see what it is. So I scrolled back up. I clicked on the page and it was Give Volunteers. And if you haven't heard of them, they are this amazing program that allows people to travel responsibly um, it's a service program, um, yeah, where you travel and give back to the communities that you're traveling in, and personally, I feel bad saying this, but I wasn't, I wasn't really in it for the traveling responsibly and becoming a global citizen, and that's kind of what they're about, I was more so in it of, wow, I've been wanting to go to Hawaii for so long, Nobody that I know, like, yeah, everybody wants to go to Hawaii, but nobody that I know will take action with me. You know, everyone's like, yeah, let's go to Hawaii, but I've I've never been around people that are, like, actually planning something with me. So 
I was like, I think that I have to do this one alone. Like, I think I have to go alone. However, I don't want to go somewhere far away that I don't know anything about completely alone. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. So maybe this is a cool opportunity for me to go meet some new people and travel with a group where I can see if I even like Hawaii, see why I'm called to go there in the first place. So I looked into it and I applied for Give Volunteers for the program and I got in. Um, I don't really know. I mean, it wasn't a complicated (laughs) application process, but yeah, I did that and I was really excited. And then unfortunately, all the spots for the Hawaii trip were booked and I got kind of disappointed, but I figured, you know what? No, like I'll get there when I get there. I'll get there when I'm supposed to go. So I kind of forgot about it, um, but I still really wanted it really bad. Something about it felt so right. And even just scrolling through the TikTok before I applied, it felt so right and I trusted it. And I know it's weird to be like, oh, you found this program on TikTok and then you went and traveled alone. What? Um, but it just felt right and it felt like something I needed to do. So fast forward back to that moment one day, that one day in early December when I was sitting at work and I was so fed up with my life and I felt literally like I was living my life in a straitjacket. I could not get out and I was honestly starting to get really depressed and really frustrated and really, really sad. I honestly hadn't really been at a low point like that in a very, very long time. And so that one day when I was in that stupid argument, stupid, meaningless argument that I honestly don't even remember what what it was about, I started having an anxiety attack and I was like, I need to get out of my life right now. So I went back onto the Give Volunteers page and it said that there was one spot left. One spot left. Stared at it for a couple minutes. My head shaking heart racing a little bit and I was like I I have to do this I need to do this I need to think about other people for once I need to be exposed to a new environment I need to do something for myself that I actually want to do I need to learn how to be alone I need to be in my in out of my comfort zone and I cannot keep living the life that I'm living anymore I can't do it I need an out so bad I have the money I can make the time I'm gonna do it so I put my deposit down and I booked it and I went into a full-blown anxiety attack because half of me is raging with anger over something so stupid and the other other half of me is like shitting my pants because I just booked a trip to Hawaii which is completely pretty much all halfway across the world for me and alone I didn't tell anyone and I'm going with 10 strangers and I have no idea what I just signed myself up for. I went into the bathroom. I cried. If I couldn't catch my breath, and I was just like, "Shit, I actually just did that." But it felt so right. Like it, I was so unbelievably scared and nervous, but it felt so right. So I texted my mom. I was like, "Yeah, so just so you know, I just booked a trip to Hawaii alone. Um, don't tell anybody because I really need to do this for myself." And again, at the time, another thing that I was feeling was a lack of autonomy. Um, I became very intertwined with my friend group over the summer. And I, when I was back in school, at least I had something that was mine, you know, people who knew me there, knew me for me and didn't know me for my friends. So I was able to be my own person. And 
I just became very intertwined with um, my work and my friend group. And I wanted, I needed a sense of autonomy and a sense of independence. And I'm living at home too. So I feel very dependent on the people around me. So I didn't want to tell anybody about it. I kind of wanted it to be a secret. I don't really know why still, but I just wanted to keep it on the low. I didn't want to tell a single soul about it. Just my immediate family members, none of my friends. I just wanted to go and do it for myself and by myself. So I think I booked it on like December 8th and the trip was January 6th. So about a month in advance. You book the trip and you make all your payments and stuff um, and you book your flights and coordinate everything. You get an itinerary and a packing list and stuff and you get the gist of what you're for the most most part going to be doing. (laughs) And I signed myself up for something that was way, way out of my comfort zone. Um, I had to buy hiking boots and sleeping bags and uh, I'm not a, mm, how do I put it? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not a survivalist by any means. <laughs> I live a decently lavish lifestyle and but at the same time I knew that that's what I needed. And at the end of the day it's like it's 10 days. I'll be able to come back to my big comfy bed and I'll survive. I'm going to be fine. People have done it before. I'll be okay. So let's fast forward to when like the couple days leading up to the trip. I the day before I was supposed to leave I logged on to United to check my flight information, you know, just double check everything. The little anxious guy in my head was like, just, just, just double check it. Make sure we're all good and lined up and everything. Um, My flights were completely changed. And the way that the program works is they fly everybody in within like a five hour time frame. um, So they, they can do the pickups and then bring us all back to the place that we're staying, which was like an hour and a half away from the airport. So changed so that I would arrive a day later. And that would mean that I would have to find like my own taxi service and everything and get there. And I just, I, it would have been fine, but I really, really didn't want, I really wanted to be there on the first day. I wanted the full experience start to finish. I didn't want to be late on meeting people. I wanted to be in it from the get-go when I saw that all of my flights were changed and I did not get a notification first I was pissed and then I got really sad and anxious and scared all at the same time because I was like oh does this mean that I'm not supposed to go no like I really need to go I have to go I know that this is for me what's going on why didn't I not get notified about this and then I started getting nervous because I was like what if I can't change this what if I can't fix this So I freaked out for a couple minutes. I gave myself five minutes to cry about it, freak out about it. And then I was like, all right, we got to figure this out. So I got on the phone with everyone that I needed to get on the phone with, waited on hold for such a long time, found other flights that went out that night. And I was like, okay, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to get there on time is if I leave in five hours. And meanwhile, I had like, Half of my stuff packed, but I wasn't fully packed at all. I was still, like, doing laundry and stuff. I finally got my flights changed, and I was like, Mom, I'm leaving tonight. I got to get, like, I got to get finished packing, and we got to go. And again, nobody knew I was leaving except for my immediate family. I gathered all my shit really quickly. I was like, oh, my God, we're doing this. Like, I'm going to Hawaii, and I'm going now. 
So I get to the airport at five o'clock and I got on all my flights. I slept in the LAX airport. I arrived in Hawaii on the big island, um, I think like 11 o'clock the next day, the day that I was supposed to leave. There, I get there, I get my bags, I'm greeted by the Give Volunteers people, Every, everyone was so kind. I immediately was embraced by the warm sun and I left Buffalo, which was freezing, and I was so unbelievably happy and kind of nervous, but excited and utterly exhausted because I had just done 24 hours of traveling. So I won't give you all the nitty-gritty details of the trip itself, um, but this one little part of the trip, the very beginning of the trip, was quite funny. So we had to wait, I think, about like five hours for the last set of people to come in. So the whole day we're waiting in this, in our, <laughs> in our little white van. <laughs> it looks pretty sketchy, but there's a smiley face on the back of it, so it was all good. And, you know, like, the license plates in Hawaii are rainbows, so it looks cuter. Um, but it's this sketchy white man. And we waited there for the rest of everyone to come in, and the flights kind of got in late. So it's dark out, and we still have not gone to our accommodations yet. We're an hour away from our accommodations. We're all utterly exhausted and overwhelmed, trying to make small talk with all these brand-new people. And there was about ten of us in our group. Um... So we start driving to our accommodations. We get there by the time we get and on our way there, beautiful sunset where we see the other islands in the distance. It was absolutely stunning. And we get there in the pitch dark, we get to this farm that we're staying at. Not a single ounce of electricity. And we are greeted by this beautiful woman and, a, and her dog and which which we couldn't see because it was dark out and we all whip out our phone flashlights and we walk up this big hill lugging all of our luggage still wearing masks and there's this cute little kitchen area um which is lit up and they kind of they gave us a tour of the farm in the pitch dark and (laughs) so we only had our flashlights and they told us everything that we should be afraid of everything that we are allowed to do and not allowed to do where and that we're allowed to pee anywhere on the property and then um, if we had to use the restroom if we had to poop we had compost toilets and like how many scoops of fertilizer what's it called how many scoops of mulch we had to put per shit <laughs> into the compost toilet and then how and then we got our little condos and everything they were like these little screened in um super small rooms that had bunk beds in them, um, also not lit. And the only places that were lit was like the kitchen and the common area, which was just kind of like a big tent with some tables and chairs. Um, and yeah, they sat us down again, we're utterly exhausted, hadn't eaten. And they told us about all the bugs and the pigs and everything that we should fear. Um, and everything that probably won't hurt us. (laughs) And there's, it's, these crazy frogs are chirping in the background that sound like birds and finally get settled in and go to take a shower. The shower is either scolding hot or freezing cold. And I'm that's not and like it, like burn your skin off or you literally can't take the shower because it's so uncomfortably cold. 36 hours of no sleep, 24 hours of traveling, 10 brand new people, pitch dark, I just wanted a shower, and this is way out of my comfort zone to begin with, 
And yeah, so I had to learn basically how to live much more simply because this was a sustainable farm where there is no waste and you try not to use as you try to use as little electricity as possible and as little they produce as little waste as possible so it was completely completely out of my comfort zone i mean i just left a queen size bed with a like fluffy ass warm comforter the heat i don't even think about how long my hot showers are and there was no cell service. We lost service probably like a half an hour out of <laughs> the way. But yeah, absolutely no cell service. So no phone to contact anybody. And like, it was kind of sketchy, but I felt comfortable. Like I, f I felt like everybody else was kind of in this with me. We're all like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, so I go to sleep that night, and again, you're basically sleeping outside, so it was, like, 50 degrees out, and I'm, like, bundled up, and you can, like, feel the bugs around you. I didn't, there weren't any bugs, I don't think, but it just, like, you're basically outside, and I was like, all right, just sleep. All you can do right now is sleep, and if you know me, I don't do well off of little sleep, so I was like, I hadn't slept in over a day, and that's, that's, that's a lot for me. So I was like, Bryn, just sleep. The only thing you can do, you can't leave. You can't go home right now. Like you have to go to sleep. If you want to go home, you can deal with it in the morning. But right now you just have to go to sleep. So I'm so grateful that I was able to sleep. And I woke up at like 5am to an avocado slamming on our roof. <laughs> and my eyes went wide open. And I was like, let's fucking go the exhaustion and the nerves and the anxiety and the overwhelm just like faded away and I was just adrenaline was pumping and I was so excited and I was so ready to go I was like I'm in Hawaii let's fucking go I stepped outside my little avocado it was called an avocado because we were above the avocado tree <laughs> and I took a piss no toilet paper and I walked right back in my little avocado and I was like, all right, I think I can do this. So again, I won't go too much into detail about the specifics of the trip, but just as kind of like overall what we did every day, we did a little bit of service work. So we would go out into the community and we typically worked on farms um, and worked with community members who were working on projects to remove invasive species. And that sounds a lot cooler than it kind of was. Um, Removing invasive species is basically just getting rid of weeds and getting rid of plants that are sucking the nutrients out of the native plants. So we did a lot of um, kind of landscape work, I guess you could say. So we did that every morning and then we would take a break for lunch and then we would either take like a nature walk or we would go see some cool site, do a hike, go to the beach, um, and each kind of leisurely activity also involved some sort of learning aspect as well and I have never really been one to think about permaculture farming sustainability um I mean obviously I'm all here for trying to better the planet but I just was not educated enough and I've never really been one to like look at a plant and be like that's a cool plant <laughs> um I'm more of a water person I'm fascinated by the water plants the, the you know trees they don't really uh do it for me in the same way <laughs> but nonetheless I tried to stay as open-minded as I could 
And let me tell you, I have the biggest respect for plants and the earth and trees now. I mean, I see them in a completely different way. They are these beautiful, living, breathing creatures, and we are so much more connected to them than we realize. And the network, I mean, they're, uh, they're, so, they're brilliant. They are so smart. Plants, they're so freaking smart. And I never, ever would have thought that at all. Throughout the whole time, we also learned a lot about um, being a global citizen and traveling responsibly, especially, obviously, in Hawaii. So the Hawaiian culture is unbelievably beautiful, and I feel so connected to it. However, we did learn about how hurtful tourism is in a way and how we have greatly Americanized Hawaii and capitalized on their beautiful land and culture for our own self-interest. And again, I just took this trip because I wanted to go to Hawaii because it looked cool. It looked beautiful. It felt like something that I would connect with. Um, but I, I didn't really think that I didn't consider the Hawaiian culture. I didn't consider traveling responsibly. I didn't consider permaculture. I didn't consider sustainability at all. That wasn't why I went. And I learned so much and I feel so much more connected to the earth and back to the culture thing. I didn't realize how important it is to learn about the culture that you're traveling to, learn about the people and the culture of the place that you're traveling to because my perspective has completely changed and if if and when I ever go back to Hawaii I am definitely going to be doing it in a much more responsible way in a much more respectful way a lot of the Hawaiian culture is about giving back and when you take you also have to give it is a cycle and what you take from the land you have to give back and we learned so 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 much that I would love to talk about more in depth but I won't do that today um, about the cycle of nature and the give and take and kind of the yin and yang of it and it was I mean all the concepts we learned about every day were just they just resonated so much they felt so true and something that I want to incorporate in my life and something that I just always want to be a part of so without going too much in depth in it, if you ever travel to Hawaii, going the tourist route is not necessarily ideal. There are plenty of other ways that you can go and give back to the community while you're there. And I know, again, that doesn't really sound appealing, but trust me, it is life-changing. I feel so much more connected and grounded since going. And it made me so much more grateful. <laughs> Halfway through the trip, we transferred to um, another part of the island where we got to stay in this beautiful, big, um, old plantation house. And it was incredible to have a toilet and a shower. <laughs> I've never been more grateful to have that ever. It, it definitely was an experience that made me so much more grateful for the little things that I do have, like literally temperature regulated water and privacy and a toilet and like toilet paper and of course 
the biggest impact from the trip was the people that I met. 10 strangers turned into a family so unbelievably fast. It's insane how when you do something that is aligned with your joy and your purpose that you meet people that are just so supposed to be in your life because they're also doing what's aligned with them and your alignment's aligned if that makes sense like it was just crazy to be with other like-minded people who have such a passion for self-development and growth and learning and um, travel and wanting to be in beautiful spaces around beautiful people and are so open-minded in order to go on that trip you have to be open-minded and one of my biggest things about the people that I want in my life or that I want people that are open-minded because we're all very different obviously but you just have to be open to other people's realities and perspectives so I left there with some amazing amazing best friends that completely changed my life I'm sure I'm missing a lot of the story there was a lot more packed into that 10 days that I got from it but um I guess I'll leave it at that I just really wanted to talk about why I went and my experience there from here on out like I was I if I ever travel back to Hawaii I'm definitely definitely going to be doing some sort of service um consistently while I'm there I and really anywhere I go I want to be able to definitely immerse myself in the culture and also give back leaving and coming home was very difficult for me because I knew that I would be coming home a very different person I was already very fed up with the life that I had when I was home and I was already starting to be ready to change and move away from the environments that I was in beforehand. And I knew that coming home as a completely different person, I was going to feel like a stranger, complete stranger in those environments. And that was going to be really uncomfortable because it kind of takes a while to, you know, change your life at home. And it was coming back to a reality that I did not want at all. So the first week or so, of being back I was pretty depressed and I know a lot of the other people were having a hard time adjusting as well it's very difficult to come from an environment where you are so grounded and connected with people and the planet and yourself and then to come back and put yourself around people who are so disconnected and misaligned is definitely difficult in environments where you don't resonate with anymore I had a very hard time and now being a month out from adjusting back home, I find myself slipping real quick back into old habits and I guess talking about it is helping me remember the importance of what I learned. So right now I guess I'm still trying to see how I can, it's very difficult (laughs) to incorporate what I learned and the connection and stuff that I grew there with myself and the planet. Another huge, huge, huge thing (laughs) that I learned while I was there, um, probably the biggest thing that I learned was that no matter where you go, there you are. No matter where you go on this planet, there you are.
you cannot escape yourself. You cannot run from your problems. You cannot run from who you are if you don't like who you are. I have suffered with body image and confidence issues for so long. And even not being in front of mirrors for a whole week and a half, I still had such issues with self-loathing and getting out of my own head and into life was very, very difficult while I was there. And it definitely hurt some of my experiences there, I think. Um, And it was really frustrating for me that like, oh my God, I'm finally in this beautiful place that I've always wanted to be in. And yet like, I still hate myself. Like that sucks. So probably the biggest thing that I took away is if you have a problem at home that is not necessarily environmental, like a problem with yourself, you're going to have that anywhere you go. So you have to face your issues. You have to heal and you have to create a good relationship with yourself so that when you do break out of maybe the environments that you don't want to be in, you can still, you can enjoy those experiences. And you cannot run yourself. You cannot run yourself. Yeah, I guess that was just a teeny tiny little glimpse. I know I was talking for a while, but that was just such a small glimpse of my experience there. It was completely, completely life-changing, and I will never forget the experiences that I had. Um, There's so much more that I want to talk about from the trip, um, but I just kind of wanted to give a background on it first and share some of my little insights from it. So I hope the audio wasn't too bad. Um, I have a lot of um, interesting things that I want to talk about, and I feel like this is a good way for me to get my thoughts out and, I don't know, connect with people. So if you listened this long, I appreciate you so much, so, so much. Thank you for listening to me and giving me space to share my story and my journey. I have lots of good stuff that I want to talk about coming soon so I hope that you continue to listen yeah my dms are always open if you have any questions or feedback concerns anything I guess (laughs) I'm I'm here I'm open um and I hope the audio wasn't too too bad again you know stay one we gotta learn and we gotta grow gotta we all have to start somewhere and it's important to just to just start even if you only have AirPods and an iPhone. You don't need a fancy mic. Anyways, I'm here watching the sunset down by the water, and I really encourage you to go ground yourself. Um, take a trip anywhere, even if it's a little 30-minute drive that you want to go on and listen to music, or you can you have access to a waterfront. Go, go there. Go anywhere where your soul feels calm. Um, I really encourage you to do that. Just get out of your house and take some deep breaths. Anyways, I will talk to you soon. Thank you again for listening, and yeah, bye.